I just had the pleasure of chatting with the owner and operator of Lindsey Graham from Glamour Salon, who is opening up tomorrow despite the governor's orders to stay at home. And so uh, as far as we know, there is no end to uh, when the governor's uh, stay-at-home orders ends in Oregon. And so she's decided that she uh, has had enough and is going to open against the wishes. And she is now facing fines and or being imprisoned um, according to uh, the laws that are. So uh, we had a great chat. I've known her for years from the gym. So let's give it up for Lindsey Graham. You're making uh, some news lately. Yeah, um, that was intentional, but I don't think I realized uh, how intentional it would be. <laughs> how intentional? So, yeah. so, uh, so, just to get everybody, I guess, uh, kind of a recap of not necessarily a recap, but an introduction. So, this is Lindsey Graham. So, she is uh, the owner of Glamour Salon. I'll let you do your introduction, and everything. Yep. But uh, you know, we in, we're in here. Last night, you're on the news. I saw your news mm-hmm. segment run, and you are opening up your salon and your businesses yes. um, in defiance of the governor's orders. So, yes. tell us about that. Okay, so yeah, I own uh, my husband and I actually own six businesses. So, we own four Tanner Public stores. Uh, he owns a gym. I own my uh, salon, and then I own a hair extension company. The hair extension company is really the only thing that I can run because it ships hair products out nationally. But since all hairstylists are non-essential and not able to work, there's been pretty much no sales for that. No extensions. So so there's no income coming in for that. So um, on the same day, all of our businesses had to close. So we've had no income since March 24th, I believe. And um, we've had nothing to do but sit and apply for all these loans. And we have... We haven't received. We've received one six hundred dollar check. Scott's gotten one Ouch. unemployment check, six hundred bucks. I've received nothing. Um, we've applied for every loan, every loan out there, every SBA loan, every grant, and um, are still waiting. Haven't seen a dime. So um, I actually went on maternity leave before the quarantine shelter in place. Yeah, you brought baby here. Yeah, I brought so, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll make a cameo. I'm sure he'll scream at yeah, some right. point. Well, it's, perfect, it's good. Well, perfect <laughs> it's good. Show the mom moments. It's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a mom. Um, so I went on maternity leave and took four weeks off and then had to take another six weeks off or so far and don't know how much longer. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's bad enough that I've been off six weeks, but you know, I took another four weeks off before that. No one budgets yeah. to be off work that long. It's a long time. Unexpectedly. So we are just at a point where we can't do it. It's, it's insane that we're watching press conferences that are leading to no dates being listed. If there was a date listed, I could, you know, we could plan appropriately or whatever. We would have done that a long time ago. Yeah, no um, kidding. We can't plan for anything. And at this point, I don't want to plan for anything. I need to get back to work. So I'm opening. That's, yeah. You know, and I asked you right when you, when you came in here, I was like, uh-oh, you got everybody mad at you? And you're like, yeah. no, right. <laughs> not at all. Outrageous support. It's outrageous. I mean, and it's all it's from all over the state, too. Yeah. The reason that this leaked out so quickly was because I posted in Open Oregon, which is a group, a Facebook group that's just focused on, please open our businesses. We need to work. So it's not political. It's and, not religious. So Open Oregon. So who do, who, do you know who runs that? I or don't. Okay. No. Just, nope. I know that I posted, um, hey, uh, I'm thinking about doing this. And if I do, would this be a good group to come to for support? Meaning like support in numbers. And the admin approved it. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Well, then they all started sharing it (laughs) to their (laughs) personal pages, which I was unaware that you could do. 
So I would have written it a little more eloquently, but well, by the time know. I, it was already shared and I was like, well, there's that. So it was shared. The last I checked, it was shared 115 times. And then by the 60th share, it had made its way to Salem. And oh I, rec- boy. I recognized a name and I was like, oh, well, that's Here coming it out. Is. And then I went to bed and then I woke up and all these news channels were messaging me. So that's social media for you. I was trying to like just get support quietly. But what I got was, we're going to publicize this. And yeah, it, it kind of blew up. So, so how do you how do you feel knowing that like everybody is kind of just watching you now? Um, now that it's gone to the news, gosh, and they're all well, just now kinda... I feel pressured. Like I, I'm anxious, of course, about the repercussions. But now it's like, no matter how scared I get, I can't back down. Not not because of pride, but because people are counting on me. And I've never been that kind of person. But I feel like I'm kind of falling on the sword for every business, not just hairstylists, every business. Because yeah. what they're looking for is what happens to her? Are they going to do extreme damage to her the way we think they are? And if so, then cool, I'm going to stay closed. And if they do make an example out of me, that's going to hurt a lot of businesses because they're going to see that, yeah, they are indeed controlling what we're doing with our business. But if I can do this safely and uh not quietly obviously but (laughs) not anymore yeah and (laughs) and set an example and maybe you know the the organizations that said they would step in and and take take over issue citations or fines maybe they won't then this could be a revolution for other businesses to kind of move forward so yeah you know what's what's kind of interesting is i i a couple weeks ago and you probably don't know this because this is in some of the wedding groups so i went and I've tried to, I mean, you just saw this whole place. So this was kind of in the works since November and obviously didn't plan to have yeah. four months of income ripped yeah. away either. And so it left me to kind of, you know, develop this podcast stuff and just really think about like, well, what needs to happen for my industry even too? And so I went and I, I post, I, I made this real muddy video. It's one of the videos on our, on our podcast. And it's like, I needed to say a lot and I needed to try to disarm the arguments because we, I know that we have to open, mm-hmm. but I knew that when I pushed that message out that it was too soon. Was that the one that, that you was, got pushed back on? Yeah. You got so name called? Is, Thanks yeah. everyone for the name call. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I didn't name call you. Yeah, it's, you know what, though? I like it when people name call because it's just kind you of... You got them. Yeah, you because all they do button. is... They, well, with their anger and they haven't like formed an actual thought that behind it. So it's just a cheap just shot a, to go to the... It's an emotional reaction. Yeah, it's yep. an emotional reaction to the to like get somebody else to reciprocate the same. Yep. And I, I love it when people do that. Yeah. You're like, oh, because so this I isn't going to be an adult conversation. You're just going to name call. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I can fight that. And, and, but there were, there were you know, about three people in one of the wedding, in one of the wedding communities, uh, pages that were like, no, you can't do it. Like, you have to save the lives. I'm like, okay, well, is there a third option? Like, you, like it, I call this a false dilemma where they've created this false dilemma that you either open up businesses and kill people or... Yeah. Or you stay home and save lives. That's a false dilemma. That's not true. Those aren't the only options. And if those are the only options like that you believe, I just kind of think that you're stupid. And well, and then there (laughs) is never going to be a lift because if we if if I leave my house, I could kill someone. So I guess I'm never ever ever leaving my house, ever. Yeah, and Because, because that's what the government's saying. And right. And it's almost it's like as we seem that like we look at all the traffic accidents and everything else. So like these things are right on par. You know, what if we shut the economy down for four months to like focus on people not dying in cars? Right. I bet we could come a really, really long ways. Yeah. Probably further than this. And I like I know that it's bad and I since I'm kind of a nerd, like I would have probably shut things down sooner because like 
I knew what smallpox did to mm-hmm. to the the Indians and everything else, but we don't have to keep living to keep living by what the, we the decision was two months ago. Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah. just seems like a bad idea because not hundreds of thousands of people are dying from this, and we haven't heard any follow ups from all the people from the spring breakers that were all going oh, down right. there either. With the news picture, that yeah, was the same news the, picture. like there because. We know now that healthy people don't get this and die, and most of them are fine. Mm-hmm. It's the vulnerable. And that's, like, we need to start making those, we need to have quicker decisions. The good mm-hmm. thing is that our system is built for gridlock, so we can't, like, make rash changes in policies. But when it comes to, like, this pandemic stuff, we can't do anything or accomplish anything. Like, right. you don't have any of your money. Nope. And, like, how, it, it, not only that, is they're, they're demanding that they shut you down and not giving you anything except for maybe you'll have to pay back this loan that you were right. forced to take us. That you, I never needed until you closed me. I had my businesses all lined up and ready to go. Now it, I got to take a loan out on them. Yeah. That's what the mafia did. Yeah. Shut yeah. your business down, make yeah. you take out a loan from them. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> and, and why is the government so excited to, to pay us all back? Like, don't they want that money or need that money for other things? They're just so, you oh, we'll, we'll pay you unemployment and we'll give you an extra 600. It's like, hold on, where is this money <laughs> coming from? I'd rather earn it and I'd rather it know that it's circulating. It's not just being drawn out of some pain. No, it's bank. coming from your, your baby. Yeah, no kidding. No, really? My golden baby. Yeah. Like, I, I, he's going to be taxed for it, is what you're saying? And like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, it's all coming. It's, that, oh, I, that's what it is. Guy. We're financing like the last year or five of you know, a lot of these people's lives on the backs of your baby yeah because they're going to be they're going to be taxed forever for the covid19 pandemic mm-hmm. that we got to pay back yeah. yeah and we know that poverty shaves 10 years of life off of every person that it touches oh man so some people are dying a lot sooner now well um, yeah, well yeah and a whole possibly a whole like if we send it if we send the country into a depression it shaves 10 years of life off of every single person that is in poverty like that's well documented mm-hmm. like we know all of those sorts of things and right. we know that when the liquor and the weed sales are up like 40 50 percent in our state and that you can see the spike in opioid deaths and yeah, that sort of yeah. a thing all correlating. It's like we have to make a faster decision and be better about analyzing the actual information that's out there and not creating that false dilemma. Right. So my uh, friend Brandon Eastman, he owns uh, Bentley's Coffee. He's yeah. deemed essential, so his store's got to stay open. Good. Good for him. He met me with the, uh, the news reporters yesterday, and he said something um, that really stuck with me. And he said, I understand that we had to make a, a fast decision when this hit. Yes. And I understand that we did, and we did what we needed to do, but mistakes are made when you make quick decisions. And he said, we're not going back and remedying those mistakes. We're just letting it ride. And he's right. I've heard from yes. multiple smart business people, economists, things we could have done differently. And we're like, okay, well, now it's too late. But, but it's not too late because it's still going. Why are we making adjustments? Because this phase plan isn't really adjustments. It's just, a, like you're saying, a, a release of the lockdown. Right. They're not, they're not spending their meetings talking about ways that we could alter, alter those mistakes now, fix those mistakes now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, you know, one of my stylists was saying, when we are allowed to come back, they're going to lay out all these, um, you know, protocols that we now have to follow that we never did. And uh, we were already starting to do that before they closed us because we were being cautious because we're adults and we're humans and we can make our own decisions. (laughs) (laughs) So we were doing those things. Then you closed us down. So you gave us no job. Why couldn't you have said, okay, we like what you're doing there. Let's have a meeting about this. Okay, salons, here are the new rules. We're not going to shut you down. This This is how you need to alter your business to be safe. 
And, you know, why aren't you doing that now? They're, yeah. they're, they just keep waiting and waiting. And we didn't even have to be on a full lockdown. They could have done that for every business and spent the last six weeks doing that for every business. Okay, maybe not weddings because it's mass people. But bars didn't have to shut down. Okay, bars can be open. Here's the amount of people at capacity that yeah. your, your thing can keep. Because these these there's not it's not a capacity issue. We're seeing that no. at Costco and Walmart, there's no. there's plenty of capacity. So why wouldn't we go back and look at businesses and say, all right, let's just alter them this way? But no one's doing that. No one's even doing that right now. Here's the reason I think it's because we have this culture, and I've harped on this on this podcast before, but it's because we live in such a culture of politics where we put rule makers in charge. Like our governor went to rulemaking school. She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's that's what she knows. She knows mm-hmm. how to make rules. And so she got she fell into a job making rules from a different rule maker who was forced out from corruption mm-hmm. and then got elected in from Portland and Eugene and Salem mostly or kind of a purple state or purple city within the state. But it's all Anything or like just the way that the media or any politician is, it's my idea right, your idea wrong. Oh, this is failing. Here's the reasons why my idea did succeed and your idea is still wrong. It's like yeah. that's just the culture that we live in. It's just like it's all harping on this way or that way. It's mm-hmm. option one or option two, the false dilemma. And like, and I, I, I hate it so much because you know, as a business owner, like shit goes south, like, oh crap, like if I have a supplier issue for my hair extensions, like, well, I need to reach out to these people or like, this isn't working or these people suck. I need to go here because right. this isn't working out. And like, you make those quick decisions because that's what, that you have a level of introspection inside of yourself. And you're like, oh, well, I shouldn't have done this or I mismanaged these people here. Let's course correct and make a change. Right. Yep. Like politicians don't have any level of introspection at all because they've never done anything wrong. They've never said a bad word. They've never made anybody feel bad and they've never made a poor decision. But everybody else has. Yeah. And everybody knows that that's wrong everybody knows that everyone else is full of shit but they aren't mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is that and yep. until like the people start demanding like that changes out of our politicians yeah. and our rule makers like right. i don't think we're going to get anything different i agree but i mean obviously there's lots of people at your place going to be there it sounds yeah. like tomorrow I'm like, I'm like <laughs> nervous about that um it was not really my this whole thing never really i never meant it to get big like when i put it on open oregon and they started sharing it it got big and then i thought well if it's gonna be big it's gonna be big so when the news called me and said let's do a um interview i didn't i wanted to control the narrative and uh the directive and the image that they wanted to portray and the image was not i'm anti-government i'm uh, a a tyrannist i'm uh you know trying to create an uprise sure and i hate the virus and the virus is a lie none of that um it was truly about, hey, you know what? I need to work. And I know all my friends need to work, but no one's, bra- no one's brave enough to take that risk that they're threatening. I mean, they're threatening our livelihoods in every way they can if you do, if you do open up and work. So uh, then I agreed to do the news station interviews, and then it got big. And now uh, one of my girlfriends is um, putting together a like, support group called Enough is Enough. And it's to get people to stand on my sidewalk and support me. Wow. And I'm slightly concerned with how many people are going to show up. And I'm, I, I will be blessed if it's as many as I think. But um, I think we're going to cause more trouble. <laughs> I believe that there's a real silent majority yeah. that really is just tired of crap in general. Yeah. And, and they want their lives back. And, and they're and- not being very silent, Zach, anymore. I mean, no. if you post on your Facebook, you have 
friends that are going to be from either side. And so you're going to get perspectives from either side. But the news, the news broadcast last night has strangers, complete strangers, flooding my email and my Facebook and friend requesting me and sending me nasty messages. But I'm, I'm telling you that the amount of support is not silent. It is out there. I mean, it is loud and it's at 99%. Yeah. It's the people saying, you know what? You do what you got to do. This has been ridiculous. We did our part. We, we stayed home. We followed orders and we, we flattened the curve. And now you're still not, you're still not helping us. You know, you're not opening us up and you're not, you're not giving us our livelihood back. There's no, yeah. And and like I said, one of the real frustrating things is there's no dates because of like in business, as long as we know what the rule is, fine. Like we can adjust and we can make plans because that's just what we do. We exploit the rules. Like Mm -hmm. they, the rule makers make the rules and we figured out how to exploit them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least like it allows us to like prepare and to do something. And without that, there's no leadership. Like that's not, in my opinion, that's a leadership role Mm -hmm. and it's not a rule making role. And it's become a rule-making role, not a leadership role, because this is a people business. Like, that's, that should be a people person job. Right. And that's what's frustrating is, like, but like you're saying, there's so much support that's, that is just tired of everything that we've been getting this whole time. It's going to come out to support you. And also, nobody's got anything better to do. So, right. of course, so they're going to come out. <laughs> they're all going to yeah. be out there. I feel, and, I feel bad for I – feel, I feel slightly bad for our leaders because I don't think they realize – how much respect they've lost in the decisions that they've made. And every time Kate Brown gets up and says she's going to hold a press conference and announce a plan, and then there's really no plan, it, it, she just loses that much more respect. I believe mm-hmm. we all would have been way less anxious, way less you know, eager to, to break the rules or try to get around the rules if we knew that at the end of this you know, date – these phases are going to happen. We yeah. still have not heard, and, and I still have not heard. So it's like I mean, every week that she did it, I thought, oh, well, next week she'll announce. Oh, well, next week she'll announce. Well, here we are, six weeks later. There's never been an announcement. And ha- had they just laid the plan out, we would still probably have respect. And like you yeah. said, we would consider that leadership. Oh, she's leading us. She's guiding us. She's giving us dates. She's giving us a plan. Right now, everyone just is kind of looking around like, Who- who's got the plan? Like, what? what's the plan? Yeah. When do we get to survive and work? And yeah. Well, my plan was to open it up to 20, like 25 people. Um, May 1st. So like a couple weeks ago when I started pushing those buttons is because I was like, I said a whole bunch of muddy stuff on this podcast and I wrote this big old long dissertation that Uh didn't, I mean, it was tied into, but it was completely different (laughs) than what it was. So I knew that if anybody watched it, like they'd have to spend like 45 minutes at least trying to just figure out everything that I said. And then within it, there was four lines of like, this is my plan. (laughs) 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 It was May 1st. I wanted 25 people. You're just asking for money for your business. uh, The angry people that commented. Well, I I needed to say a lot of stuff and I did like, Hey, everybody wants Anybody wants to give me your money? Yeah, somebody did send me twenty bucks. Nice. So, yeah, and I'm gonna. And I told her I'm gonna use it to buy masks. <laughs> so awesome. I'm gonna. Um, I've got some. I got. I, I can tell you all about that. That's different. Um, but I just had a business thing. And I forgot it. But so, uh, so you were saying that like so some of your stylists. Mm. So how? What are their thoughts on this? Um, okay, so my role as a salon owner is very separate than my role as a hairstylist. I am going to get in trouble 
probably on both ends, okay? Because my job as a stylist, that's the job that was deemed non-essential because I'm in close contact with someone. And that's where I risk getting a citation from the health licensing office. Um, and I think that's really all they can do is cite me, which is fine. I will pay it. <laughs> How much is a citation for I that? I think it's like 1200 Okay. Maybe. I mean, I've never been cited because I'm such a good girl. Not anymore. But... Um, and then as the owner, the owner is where I know <laughs> the owner, the ownership is where I get in trouble because I work separately because I'm opening a door to a business that's deemed non-essential. Now let's talk about skating around the rules, right? Okay. So I open my salon doors and I sell hair care products. I'm sorry, but those are pretty essential. It, they, they take care of your body. Shampoo, conditioner, you need yeah. those, right? They're cleansing prod- they products. Got to cleanse the virus so out of your hair. I, yeah. If I, yeah <laughs> get if I really wanted to, to play it safe, I would open my doors and say, I'm selling retail. So is Walmart. I'm just doing the same thing as Walmart. I'm just a lot smaller. So I'm actually safer, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm going to get in trouble is that's not how I make my money. That's not how I provide for my family. Um, I make... I provide for my family by doing hair and doing clients. And my clients are very willing to come in and get their hair done. And I'm going to say right now, the argument, hair stylists aren't essential, is a valid argument. We are not essential. I agree. We are not. You don't make food, but... our jobs are, but our right to (laughs) work is. Our livelihood is essential. Okay? So that makes every job essential. Not for the buyer, for the seller. Does that make sense? Yep. So you're essential I'm, to your I'm, kids to work. Yeah, it's essential to my livelihood to be able to feed my family and pay my mortgage. Um, so, but I'm not skating around that rule and selling retail. I'm I'm doing hair, and that's where I could get in trouble. So anyway, my stylists do hair, so they don't risk any um, they don't risk any uh, consequences because they're opening a non-essential business because they're not. Sure. They're risking. That they're violating. Um, they're risking their citation. The citation because they're doing a service that's been deemed not essential and shouldn't be done at this yeah. time. So <clears throat> they risk citations, but have um, they expressed whether or not their their opinions or beliefs? Are they kind of going along with it, or are they staying home? No, some of them, you know, uh, most of them are, are nervous. Most of them are nervous. They're going to lose their license or get the citation, um, and it wouldn't be worth the risk. I've done my research and they cannot um, terminate or suspend or revoke our licenses. So that was a really genuine fear for me. Um, That would be the one thing that would stop this whole thing is losing my license because, again, it's my entire livelihood. But I've uh, talked to three people at at the health licensing office and they have said that they do not do that. So, okay, we're good. So they're worried about that, though, which I get. They didn't call the office and they didn't hear it with their own ears. And it's still a fear factor. Um the citation shouldn't be that big a deal because you're now you're at least making money to pay the citation. Yeah. But I understand the fear. I mean, they, they, they very, um, distinctly and directly made sure to, to push fear into our, into our hearts. Yes. To be that scared to do your job and to earn a living is that's terrifying on its own. Like I wake up, every day now anxious that like, Oh, this is going to go real bad. And what's going to happen to me? And I've had to lay out all the possibilities, but most of them are a little too afraid to, to get up there with me right now. They kind of want to feel it out, see what happens, and make sure I don't get <laughs> hauled off to jail. There's first. about to be a wave this week of openings, I think, and I think that you being brave enough to step up to the uh, to step up to the plate. Okay, so my mom just moved back in with me. She's, she's 62, okay. 
And she told me that, well, because she couldn't get an appointment. She made, she, I don't know, sometimes pays attention to the guys. Like some <laughs> different stuff. Doesn't like really know like what business might be essential or not. But she went yeah. online, like made an appointment with whoever she was and like showed up. Um, and like they weren't there. Right. <laughs> so obviously. No, no, no. Oh, no, this wasn't. It was, yeah. it was at a different place. And then, um, and so like I told her, you know, about, you know, what you and I were going to talk about with today. And she's like, oh my gosh, she's so courageous. Oh. Like I love that so much. Yeah. It's like, I would totally get my hair done by her. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the word courageous and brave a lot, but I'm like, I don't know. I, I still feel like I could chicken out and not do it, but I don't think I can at this point. You, I think but, that you have so much support now and that yeah. that wave is coming yeah. that... They'd be disappointed the, they, there. I believe that there would be so much backlash at this point for them to come after you mm-hmm. that they wouldn't deal with that. They wouldn't want to deal with that. They could try to make an example of you. But they would be, I believe, at this point, very unsuccessful, especially with a group of people standing out there. Right. Um, I, and yeah. at, and also, like, I think that this podcast, this particular one, is going to go far mm-hmm. because of that. And like, I've got your back, and I've said it. I've said it like time. Like I've like, I mean, I've, I've drank and stuff on here too, and said plenty. So. Well, we can. It's not too late. <laughs> oh. um, but that's also like ten in the morning. <laughs> hey, it's quarantine. It's almost you eleven. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like I've got your back, and I know lots of other business owners have got your back because you know, like when I posted my thing a couple weeks ago, like I got phone calls and messages and things too that mm-hmm. like, yeah, like we need to open, and yeah. we know that the gyms are struggling too. Right. And uh, you know, I don't. I have everybody's back to the degree of like, I don't know when I can have events in this whole venue now either. So Mm -hmm. for now it's a podcast studio and it's a showroom and a storage facility. But like if I've got this whole warehouse back here, like this is the service industry now, like that's the change of the business. And that's what I'm actually gearing towards right now is like, Apogee is now the service industry because anybody that's going to like pop out of business because this like gyms closed down, yeah. uh, salons have to, or like, you know, like caterers, that sort of a thing, uh, plumbers, electricians, there's no reason why, you know, like I'm already running multiple businesses in a sense, like DJs and flower shops and podcast studios are not the same thing. Right. So like, what's the difference between like lawn care? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got the, I've got the warehouse for it. So now yeah. it becomes like the adaptation and like. I have your back, and I guarantee you, all those other people that I've talked to have your back too. Well, yay! So, so. <laughs> well, there's and there's a uh, there's there's multiple ways you can like have someone's back. I've got plenty of verbal support, you know, got yeah. your back, got your back, and I don't blame anyone for being terrified to to open because you know what I would love to see is my fellow stylists or salon owners or other businesses saying, you know what, if you're gonna open, I'm gonna open. Well, let's all take that risk together, and. Unfortunately, I'm yeah. taking it alone and I'm okay with that. Um, but I feel like the minute you guys realize that, that nothing devastating it happens to me, you better open your business because then we all know that it's a sham. We all know that they know that they're violating our constitutional rights by stopping us from working. And the minute we do it, like everyone keeps saying, well, they can't arrest us all and they're not going to arrest us anyway. So if I don't get arrested, open your business. So. Please, dear God, for the love of God, open your business. And then now we've all just kind of done it seamlessly. And I don't want people to wait two weeks to make sure I didn't get taken to jail. It's going to happen either the first or second day because they're going to make a point 
or it's not. So yep. if it doesn't happen by the second day, I better see some doors opening. I better see some announcements that other salons are opening, other businesses. You know, not ones that are going to lose like their liquor license, like Los Arcos. You know. Yeah, that sucks. I'll sell alcohol and do stuff that risks, but risks your whole livelihood. But um. Yeah. But you know what? And if they arrest you and you go to jail for 30 days, you get three hot meals and a roof over your head, which is more than you have if you don't go to work. And I'll so, probably get COVID, which means that yeah. I can sue the, sue the state. There you go. You, yeah. get, you sue yeah. the state no, for that. The <laughs> <laughs> you get the free health care. Yeah. That's um, true. They would be feeding and housing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I used to work with this general surgeon where he, um, so he'd remove like tumors and things from like people's intestines and stuff like that. And it was... <laughs> It was interesting to me to listen to him tell, like, he would work on, like, death row inmates. He's like, so these guys are, like, they're on death row. Uh They're going to die. That's what they're there to do. And then they get a tumor, this cancerous (laughs) tumor. (laughs) And then they pay me all of this money to go pull out this cancerous tumor to save this guy's life who's on death row. That's so so And he's, he's like... I don't know how I feel about it exactly, yeah, but that's it's, ironic. That's very it was, ironic. yeah. It's kind of kind of a weird thought. It's just yeah. like I guess it goes kind of goes into play. Like there's not really any logic to the system. Right. It's just like here's how it's to be done. Here's a rule, and then here's another set of parameters that don't logically line up with themselves. And it's yeah, like us two right here. I think that we're at a lot less risk being COVID free than we are going to Costco. Right. Yep. Even when you, and, and they're making everybody wear masks now today too. Well, and the, the rules that they're making are just igniting more fear, and they're making rules that are that, that pertain to the silliest things. So my husband and I bought a boat last year. We've been saving up and excited to buy a boat for three years. We kept saying we we're going to do it. We finally did it, yeah. and it's coming upon boating season. And I guess the state parks are closed, so you, you can't really launch your boat unless you find a private launch. Okay, so there's rule number one. So the boating rules right now, even though it's not even boating season, is 10 people or less on your boat. You have to launch it from a private launch, and all 10 people have to be from the same household. So you cannot bring friends mm. on your boat. So tell me, I would love to know, how many minutes... Do I have to wear masks? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that one. Um, you want to give it to the fish. If it can yeah, go from bats know. to humans God. to fish, like yeah. we're in big trouble. Yes. Don't swim. No, no, don't swim. <laughs> but, you know, how many minutes did they spend in a meeting discussing the rules for boating when it's not boating season and a very small percentage of the population even owns a boat <laughs> yeah. or is even considering going out on their boat right now when it's cold? That, that time could have been better spent talking about how to get businesses open and talking about um, what guidelines they could now implement for a certain industry and get them back open. Yeah. Did it die? I don't know. We'll cut that part out in case it did. I watched it click off, but <laughs> <laughs> I saw but, something on the screen for a while and I was like, should I say something? Should, no, did it? Oh, I guess I wasn't really looking, but um, we'll cut that part out. But like, I know why we had to go and do all that those first four weeks at least. Like for the first month, we needed to see like while they while we gathered more data, mm-hmm. and we've gathered a lot of that data, and we just know that it's not it, it's just not smallpox or right. Ebola. Thank fucking God because this is a shit show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Yep. Um, and if now the disease, if the virus would have been as bad as they claim. The economy would be bad and our health would be bad. Right now, basically, it's just the economy suffering the most. Yeah, and we need to, like, get probably some of these gems back open now, too, because the the number one thing that seems to be the factor in this killing people is being fat. Really? Obesity. 
I didn't know is that. the number one killer obesity of, and, and old. Yeah, well, weak health in general, but like obesity, yeah. really, really, that was like the thing in Italy. That's the thing in New York. Um, you know, okay. people living on top of each other too. But yeah. like, there's no, but like, their physical health is the number one thing, and that Interesting. the physical health goes to, uh, obviously down with age. So that's why it goes through the you know the nursing homes. Like, if you're in a nursing home, you're not in a good spot already. No. So that's why it goes through and like what was a place in like Arizona kill like I mean like 17 people. Oh, like, it's like wow. which is. Like it's obviously it's a deadly virus. Yeah. It obviously is, and it's what it kind of sounds like to me is it's like you know if you're not healthy it just kind of goes over the edge. Yeah, and yeah. it just pushes you there. Flicks you. Yeah, it doesn't punch you. Yeah, but if you're a kid and you're a long ways away, like it also seems to be that like your statistical chance of dying from this is zero. Right. So it's just kind of a weird one that you know we needed to learn to understand, and we had like we knew it was killing people, so we did the right thing. But like you said, there's no. Like looking back at that decision and reevaluating that choice that was made, it's like that was the choice that it was made, and so now let's back it up. Yeah. Why? Why? Why can't we alter it? Why can we just agree that it maybe it wasn't the best, and let's try, let's change it? So, so knowing, pretending that you don't know what we know now, let's pretend that that we don't know that the virus isn't quite as deadly to as many people. Yeah. As we originally were told, day one of the day that uh, Kate Brown says shelter in place, these businesses are closed. What would you have done differently? Let's pretend you're a rule maker right now. So if I was like on the day that she said, on so the day she said that you're Kate Brown, she doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, well, first of all, I would have honestly, I would have closed the borders down more aggressively in the beginning Okay. because I like, that was I'm a, a nerd move, right? That's yeah. yeah okay. Like, so I like, I'm pretty, this, I know how stupid this sounds, but like I'm pretty <laughs> oh, <I can't laughs> like I'm a, like I've been in the dark webs of TikTok, and I found out. <laughs> well, that's how I knew that like meat was going to become a short supply. Like, oh really? Yeah, like oh, so so it, like it really is. It seems to be like two to six weeks ahead in some places, at least the places that I am, because what it is, it's like like any video in the algorithm can go boom. It can go from like if you've never posted before, and you're some guy in Walmart's meat packing plant that goes. Oh fuck! Like I've never seen like this whole place empty in the five years that I've worked here. This is crazy. Oh my god! This is an, and when you see that, like, and he goes, yeah, like we haven't been getting any shipments like for the last couple of weeks, and a so TikTok. now everything is empty. And then he and then goes like he goes, I don't know when the trucks are going to get back out of here. I don't know what anybody else's warehouses are, but when you see like that happen, and then I saw like the dairy people like dumping all this milk, and this was this was like a, a month ago at this point. Um, it, that like that's where the information is because it's those those obscure people on that job that go that it gets voted up to the top of the algorithm and so it's right there in your page mm -hmm. um and, and it's really so i i knew that because i was watching like these trucks go down in like china just like whoa and <laughs> just spraying like all this stuff oh. everywhere and then like ripping people out of cars and like they're like oh yeah like welding apartment buildings that like you are not getting out of there wow. like and like that would never happen in the u.s and right. like everybody well, would take well hey it shut down the virus right? right like yeah, i mean they they seem to they seem to have killed the virus so i guess that authoritarian so welding welding oh yeah it was, it's some they it's a it seems to be a much different place and tiktok has a i mean it's it's based out of china so its okay. database is huge okay. um but like so i would have closed so if i was the governor i would have closed the borders down sooner okay 
Um, and I would have pointed to the examples in history of how this has killed so many people. Because like most people don't even know that when the Spanish first came to the Americas, the Americas were different. And like when Christopher Columbus came mm -hmm. and then gave them all diseases and 90% of everybody that lived in the Americas was dead from disease. Okay. And then <laughs> they came back. And then so a couple hundred years go back and they come back again. And that's when like the, with the Mayan empires and the Spanish, you like killed lots. Of the, and this is, so most people have died from disease and like half of all people that have ever lived have all died from malaria specifically right forever that have existed which is insane like yeah. so like viruses like this stuff is deadly this right. is bad and like we're all going to die every single one of us is going to die like what is it so i would have closed it down sooner and then i would for at least four weeks i would have said you know what for the next four weeks this is what i need and we're going to like and i'll keep you updated if i was a governor i would have been out every single day like i can do this podcasting touch more people than the governor can because like i'll do it every few times a week and now i'm going to do it like five days a week yeah that's something that she should do that's right. something that needs to be done because it's a leadership position it's mm -hmm. not a rulemaking decision despite a rulemaking position despite what it's become mm -hmm. so i would give specific timelines specific dates because those are the things i need and those are the things that i was suggesting a couple of weeks ago that like everybody needs to develop like here's dates and here's dates and here's numbers of how many people if we can get a group of businesses and people like hey, let's stick to this. Like, you're right. They're not going to arrest everybody. If we decide that on June 1st that we're going to allow 50 people to be in every building, good luck stopping it. Yeah. Businesses take care of most people, not the government. Right. Yep. Like, businesses provide people their paycheck. They go to their jobs. The 80, small business employs like 80% of all of America. Mm -hmm. And if that all starts to fail, it fails because... It, and I'll, I believe the business owners are the smartest people in America, too. But I mean, not the politicians comparatively. No, like those are supposed to be our leaders. They're not the smartest people. Mm. I just don't think they are. Whenever I've talked to them, they're panderers. They're uh, deflectors. Oh, I, I guess I would say yeah. like, here's, here's my truth. I see nothing else. And here's why I'm going to defend my idea and it's usually the first idea that they came to. And I will not and, welcome any, any advice otherwise. Yeah. Oh, well, and, adjustments. For sure. And, and it seems like it's human nature, though, in general, just mm -hmm. to like not receive other information well. Like, yeah. We have all these groups of like Christians and Muslims and Jews and Buddhists and Confucius, what, you know, whatever all the religions that have ever existed. But it's like you're not going to have a conversation with a Muslim to turn them into a Christian or vice versa, you right. know, especially in like these debates where you have 30 seconds to say your speech or it's on you know, the news where they're going to give you um, maybe, you know, a 90 second segment to say your piece yeah. or five because <laughs> it's a sound clip yep. and it's just there's no that's why i like this this so much because it's like you put on the headphones it's like you can hear you're just kind of yeah bouncing off each other and yeah just bounce off the ideas and then we've like the the art of conversation i think mm -hmm. got lost somewhere in those leadership positions where they might get angry or upset about ideas but they had I wouldn't say they don't have the best interest in mind because I do believe that they have the best interest in mind. I believe that it's just the society, the way society has set up has more or less put it in their heads that the way to be is how it's always been done, which is idea. Here's my idea. Defend idea. Push idea out because every single leader always thinks that their idea is better. Uh -huh. 
everybody always thinks that their idea is best unless like really shown otherwise or being smart enough to figure out that it failed time and time again. But look how many people like do stupid stuff in their lives time and time and time again and right. don't learn from the failure too. That's right. just a certain part of the population yeah. and businesses cannot be successful and operate that way. I and that's why I think they're smarter than politicians. Right. Yep. I agree. So one of my ideas that I think is rather genius, because of course my ideas are right. right? Uh, well, no, you want more businesses than me? This is, a, this is a fact. Okay, um, so the day that she said, no, we're going to shelter in place and these businesses need to close. What if we would have instead taken, taken note of, you know, the concept that masks are great and this is what they do and here's why and let's prove it. And washing your hands and doing wearing gloves and social distancing, etc. So, the day that we declared a shelter in place, instead would have been okay. We've lined out the new health parameters for these businesses. So, let's say you're a bar owner, and you have four four staff behind the bar. You have tables every couple feet, whatever. They say, all right, your tables need to be six feet apart. You can only have two bartenders on staff. Okay, well, now you've laid off two bartenders, right? Yeah. Immediately, immediately, the government launches a program for anyone who is unemployed because of the new parameters, and they are CDC enforcement. And so their new job, free training from the government, is to go to businesses. It's probably different than what they have been involved in, right? So you wouldn't want to send bartenders to bars because they're going to sympathize with them and not, okay. and not enforce the rules, right? Sure. So that bartender that gets, that gets laid off now has a job being a CDC officer where he goes to salons and he makes sure that I'm following the guidelines oh. that were laid out for my salon. There right? we go. Yeah. So now not only are we all following guidelines and we're all following new protocol and procedures safely and we are flattening the curve because we're changing yeah. drastically. These businesses are making less money, but at least they're not making no money. And these people that all got laid off because you had to make these changes now still have jobs. And they're still they contributing. Are, they're still contributing. They're, it's so, so everything works. Everyone follows the parameters because you've got somebody watching you and they're going to find you if you don't. I like that. This person has a job. They're not laid off. And yeah, I'm sure he misses bartending and his tips. But now the government's not just giving him money to be unemployed. He's giving him money. He's giving, giving him, him money, money a, to do a job. A different type of opportunity. A different opportunity yeah. to do a job and to do a very important job. Yes. That whole thing, we would not be in the position that we are in had that been the government's idea. Now, where are the smart people sitting around a table and instead of going, well, we don't want to be held responsible if we don't act quickly. So just shut everything down because now, now nobody can blame us if they get COVID. Why aren't there business people brainstorming saying something like that? Well, hey... Why don't we just set up new guidelines and, you know, everything I just said. Because I haven't had this podcast to do it on yet. And this genius, is the though, first. Right? Hey, off the record, it's genius. Was that genius? Yeah. No, that's no, that's a really good idea. I really like that Thank idea. You. Thank you. Yeah. So, Too late now. Be, because, be, yeah, unfortunately, because now they've created this situation where, like, people are making more money off unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. And now they don't want to go back to their job. Right. Why would you? You know, if you're making... You know, barely. If you're making 18 bucks an hour, and then you get on the state's unemployment, and then you get 600 bucks extra from the federal government, like, mm -hmm. why? What's your incentive to go back to your job? So even if your business does open, you've lost your talent because right. you haven't had revenue for who knows how many months, or maybe you got something, but you've lost your talent because. And they've lost their their drive and their initiative. Your yeah. employees that are going to come back and go, man, this sucks. I'm working for less, and they're yeah. not going to be nearly as motivated to work hard for you. 
And actually, could be. now that now that I think about it, as genius as my idea, <laughs> it still could be implemented. Sure. She could say she could say right now, every single business you may open up, here are the new guidelines for every single business that we have laid out. Because you know they're talking about it, right? For when phase one happens, hopefully. Are they? Hopefully. Whenever they feel I hope like they're not it. talking about how many people can be well, on a boat still. They feel like there's enough people. So they lay <laughs> yeah, they lay out these parameters for the businesses, open them all up today, tomorrow. And then anyone who still doesn't have a job um, gets to gets to apply for being a CDC officer. I'm, I'm on board. Or an OHA or whatever organization well, didn't we, we, is going to fund yeah, this. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know who or that... Or the health authority or the... Yeah. Well, I think because now on the federal level, they pulled all the funding from the World Health Organization. I would bet that that gets reinvested into some sort of like a pandemic or emergency solution because mm-hmm. like now that we know how bad this is, like... What about like Yellowstone or like any of these other like natural things that could like like a volcano blows up or right. like an asteroid hits the earth or something like that? You know, like we don't have any response to anything really no. or um, or like the big fires in Australia and Brazil last year. We don't have any answers to any of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like maybe we should figure out like <laughs> just saying maybe we should try to understand the planet and what throws it at us <laughs> yep, <laughs> what yep, throws things at yep. us some more and that's a really good idea because that could be something that that is a strategy that's used to re-engage the unemployed people to all of a sudden fill them in a you know like an emergency position of the government right and and it solves i mean Honestly, it solves every problem. It it lets the businesses stay open. Maybe they're not making as much money, but it lets the businesses stay open. It lets them stay open safely. It forces them to stay open safely because someone is monitoring it, and it's going to raise or lower the unemployment rate drastically. Yeah. Well, you could do all of that in one day. You could fix, not fix, what's done is done. We've done detrimental harm to business owners and the economy, but let's at least try to fix it and you could fix you could fix this horribleness that's happening by keeping us shut in one day. I hope you're watching this, Kate Brown. This is a genius idea. She's gonna need, she's gonna hear about it. I don't even need credit for it. Just I know for sure that eventually, like, so the like the first twelve episodes, like I I know everything that we did is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it, and I, well, I had to be well, I, well. No, I wanted to be super weird and like use the F word and say stupid stuff uh-huh. so that I could establish. I believe that we're entering a culture of authenticity and transparency, especially for the younger generation. Yes, yes Because everybody in our leadership position is so protected and guarded and defends their ideas. And if you're, if you're 25 years old, you've had your iPhone in your hand for like your entire developmental life. Right. And so you've seen everything, get all your push notifications come at you, and you've seen all these adults in leadership positions mm-hmm. um, with everything come at them with morality. You've seen all the social justice stuff. You went through the last, for, the, the, the last election. And, yeah. like, and like the Gen Z, they, they know that everybody's full of crap. Right. And they are looking for people who are not full of crap that is just going to tell them how it is. And yeah. like, this is who they are as a person. And, yep, and, and back it up. Yeah. yeah. And, and this podcast in a long form, like you don't, you like, this is how people get to see Lindsay. <laughs> like who not, you not not news clip Lindsay yeah. where they asked a question and then they cut off most of what I said. Not some salon owner opens yeah. in defiance of government order yes. when they scroll past the headline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's why I think like this is going to be this I believe has the potential to be a really big outlet because traditional media is dying mm-hmm. um, in Salem. Like this is the capital city of Oregon. 
this studio here in another two weeks is going to have just as much production capability as really any of the news stations. Interesting. Um, in a different form. Like we're not going to be broadcasting over the air, but we don't need to because right. that's not the future. Right. The future is not for me to push this over FCC airwaves to right. old people snagging things of antennas. <laughs> like more people are going to watch this on YouTube. And by getting this into the community, like I bet you you're going to share it. And then I other will people share will share it too. Share as long as I make through this whole thing without saying anything really and dumb, unless I already have, then I'm sharing. You it. won't. It, it doesn't matter if you do. Because I'm authentic. Because you, yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't matter because we all say stupid yeah, stuff, and yeah. that's and like we said, like you said earlier, like well, how do we get the smartest people all into one? Right here. Yeah. Like this is really yeah, like this is really what it is like hash out ideas like business yeah. owners and whoever politicians. We're in the capital city. There's no reason why like health. Like health people, psychologists, different doctors, politicians, business owners, and just the random people that are interesting in our in our community should come on here. Right, and that that's really what I want. So, like, well, this whole board you can actually see back here. My my goal behind all of this is to try to unite just the smartest minds to do oh. something better. And I think that we can do a lot of that's better awesome. things. Yeah. So you need some guest. You need yeah. some guest appearances. Have you we'll told some- people who you need? Um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's pretty much the same thing. Come like, to you. They will. Yeah. So they confer. So <laughs> let's do it. All right. So yeah. So uh, I gotta look at the list. I don't that, know. So like psychologists, because I think that we're in a severe mental health crisis. Um, you know, some of just the, the nerd things, because I don't want. So like, this is my show on this channel, but like, I want this thing to roll constantly as a news network, and like. So I might have my show in the morning, but then like somebody else has the psychology show. Call it Apogee Man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I know. uh, The next one I see is fitness. Yeah, I got some hookups there. Yeah, some hookups on the fitness. We can talk about beauty. We can talk about beauty. I got nothing about that. Like this is my quarantine haircut. Uh, Yeah, it's it's, you didn't say anything, (laughs) but. The Britney Spears real haircut, and then it would have been embarrassing that I was making fun of you for your quarantine haircut, and you're like, "No, this is how I wear my hair." This is yeah. Well, no, it's it's well in quarantine it is. I don't have anybody to impress. Usually shaped. No, well, I mean it's usually a little longer than this up top, but just on top. Get haircuts, you're like. It was like, you know, I woke up on those mornings, just kind of like flat and stuck, and then I was like, I didn't want to shower, and I'm just like. So you just shaved your head. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any. There was no wind on lockdown. Yeah. Well, it was only like you know maybe an inch and a half long, anyways. Yeah. So it'll be so back there. It's already like halfway grown back. Well, we're opening up. If you need to get a good haircut, I need to. It needs to grow a little bit. It does need to grow a little bit. You just need to buzz oh. the sides. No, but it sounds like my mom might. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, honestly, like if you ever want to use like this podcast studio for like anything too like you have ideas i mean like i'm i have good things to say i don't know well if i come up with a really good idea yeah well you had a really good idea about the cdc the cdc workers i'm glad you think so because i thought it was a really good idea yeah you just got to figure out where we would or where you would put all of the people that don't want that job because when people get fired they go "Ah, i don't want to do that uh, then They'll come they up with a could, reason. They could still have their unemployment, but don't give them that extra little bonus check. There you go. So that they're not like, nah. I think I'd rather that extra six hundred bucks a week. Take the money, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, as 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 sad as it is to admit that those people are like, yeah, I get to sit around and do nothing and get paid. There are people like me. I would never be proud of myself for that. I, I just couldn't. I would want to work. I'd rather earn less money doing a job 
than just sit around and collecting money just for my own, you know, drive and yeah. self-esteem and to, to be doing something that's meaningful. So um, I would believe that there are enough people out there that would say, yeah, I, I got to work. I don't want to be, I don't want to be quarantined. So has it been difficult? Like, cause you, you, you planned on four weeks was all with your baby. I did. I, yeah. I, I tried to pull off six weeks. Um, and then I had some uh, scheduling situations that I had to, come back in early so clients that weren't be, being taken care of so then i said well i better open my books up earlier and i usually only take about four weeks off i just I, like i said i love to work um and i am the, i am the main provider for our family so um four weeks i was going to go back and then they it was like supposed to be the next week that i was supposed to go back before we got quarantined so then i'm like well there's another four weeks and i tried mm-hmm. to try to spin it positively like okay god's giving me you know an extra extra time with my time with your baby yeah, yeah. it's my last baby so we'll just consider this a blessing that i get to spend more time with him how many kids you guys have three three yeah, yeah. and we're done so, so there's no ass <laughs> so um yeah i was not prepared to take an additional month off so that was yeah. it was a not as much of a blessing as i thought i mean i will always cherish the time with him but but now it's more like okay, under different circumstances he, it would have been better money to feed the baby so yeah yeah well i mean you obviously of course have my support and everything yeah. that like you know that i can do to help you whether it's just get the word out or like sure um because i think businesses need to reopen safely and responsible this time you know like even in our place like if i in this room like if i had 50 people and want to get finished up in there like we can install uv lights in the ceilings and things and mm-hmm. or whatever and clean between parties like there's always a different solution it's not just like open up and kill people is the right. solution that's right. not like that's not a fair argument anyone that makes that argument and i've now i've heard it thank you very much five <laughs> times. you're going to kill people you're a murderer someone sent me an email i should read it you should. I should. Yes, yeah, read us the hate mail. Read us the messages. One. And by the way, I do not, I don't care. If you don't know me, I don't care what you have to say about me. But if you know me and you say something bad, I get really hurt. I'm really sensitive. But people that don't know me, I'm like, move along. It's kind of funny, I think. Move along. Yeah, it's like, I, I get a little even, bit of a kick out of it. You don't even know. So God bless you for opening. Thank you for standing up. Blah, blah, blah. So here's some coaching for you. I support you. Where's the mean one? Where's the mean one? <laughs> See, See but this is how much and even you're having positives. I yeah. have to look for the one that's. And this um, is what social media has become. Mm-hmm. I think is like most people on there are awesome, normal people. Like when you go to the store before all this, like when you go to the store, um, and we'd always hear about how angry people were at everything. Like I don't know, it wasn't my general experience going out that anybody was like, you found it. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> His title of the, for the email is opening, and he says, I, I think it's a he. It might be a chick. I don't know. Mm. You must think you are really special opening this week, just like a Trumpster. <laughs> don't give a damn about anyone but yourself. May a thousand coronaviruses infest your armpits before you kill anyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> your armpits. <laughs> I mean, does the coronavirus infect armpits? Or... Uh, it might. And how, do you, and how does one treat that? But, well, uh, I mean, there's COVID toes. I mean, could there be a COVID pit? I guess so. I guess <laughs> so. Are they checking that area? <laughs> uh, this other person says, you are not special or entitled. Wow, six businesses and not enough money and savings. How does he know how much money I have? <laughs> not the governor's fault. You haven't planned well. Your fault. If, you, if I were one of your customers, not only would I not support your decision, I would never return. You are greedy and selfish. People like you that think they are unique and special will allow the virus to last longer and kill yet even more people. Surprise, the world does not revolve around you. And then there's an image, but I don't dare click on the image. Oh, yeah. Let's see what it is. Download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. I'm I got to get to the real email because that was just a screenshot. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah. I got to save that. 
Yeah, Let the, me see if I can see, find it. So the 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 please don't be a virus. The key hinging word there was if I was your customer, I, I your wouldn't customer. ever support so you. You're well, not my you customer. already never did. So what's so the I'm difference missing here? Out on nothing. Just kind of sucked out time by sending you that. Yeah. Let's see. I gotta find uh, his email. Can I want to say? I hope it's just like. I'll search for it. It's probably just like some I know. some if, Trump. What if it's meme. a virus? What if it's a virus? What, what it is? It might be. It's be. <laughs> it's going straight from your oh phone to your pit. My lord, <laughs> there it is. Okay. So all right. So all right. Let's see. Where is it? Does that? Oh, is it at the bottom? Why? Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it be? Oh, I don't know. Is it? Hmm. It might have just been like. Uh, oh, you know what it was? I bet it was that emoji. That's me. Yeah. I just sent Is back. That, a, I didn't know that was me. I just sent you just sent it back to the little kissy face. face. <laughs> <laughs> I have no time to argue with you. Yeah, there's no point. Dang, it's gone. Oh well, hey, that's right. Wow. So, yeah, but I mean that that goes to show that like how many people are like you. You got all those supporting messages. You got a couple of haters, mm-hmm. and you got how many people that go hmm, and just scroll along, right. and then you get people that right. like they might have an opinion about it, but it's kind of like. I, I, if somebody asks you what your opinion is, like if somebody asked me what I thought about, like whether or not John F. Kennedy, like I wasn't even alive back then, asked me what I thought about the conspiracy theory, like okay, I could form an opinion, but like I don't really give a shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it yeah. was all like it's all water under the bridge. Right. I was born in '85. I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> um, let's talk about something productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it's like I might have an opinion on that, but it's not whatever. So like on Facebook. Like you see somebody like write on the news articles, like nah, that might be their opinion on it, but like, are they really? Do they really care? Right. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't think that they really do because when you go to the when we all went to the store before, everybody was wearing masks. Right. Nobody did. Right. And and the more concerning thing is, do they really truly believe that I that I intend to, or or it's or it, my intention is to kill someone, and that my measly little hair service is going to kill someone. Do you really believe that over the person over that same person going to a superstore and touching hundreds of things and putting those hundreds of things in their carts that, but that have been touched by hundreds of other people and then taking it into their home, but they got coronavirus from me. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's just such a ridiculous argument and it's just a low uneducated uh, blow on someone to say, you're just a murderer. You're going to kill people. It's like, are you not looking around at the at the masses that are in the, the superstores and the home home stores and the Costco's? Are, are you emailing all those people and saying anyone that goes to Costco, you're a murderer? They no. should they should be more worried that you would stab them with your scissors after they came at you with, <laughs> <laughs> with uh, stupid ideas. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not worried about people like that because there's just no point to argue with them because it's like the fact that you th- that you think I'm more dangerous than Walmart. I mean. I can't argue with that. There's, I, you don't get it already, so you're not gonna get it. So right. I'm not even gonna waste my breath. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you, do you feel that? Let's see. How's the best way to say say this? Do you feel? Well, have you known anybody that's had? No. Had it? Nope. Have known anybody? Nope. Not I've known of a few not people. A soul. Yeah. You have. I've known of a few people that have had okay. it. You know, there's a part of me that wonders if I didn't get it a few weeks ago, like a month ago. Uh-huh. There's yeah, a part of yeah. the, like when this tree started to bloom because I was like, I go outside, I'm like, man, you know, like I'm just kind of like, I, I was blaming on allergies, but oh, like yeah. I never had allergies, and like I never had a fever, and like I wasn't sick, but there was a couple days where I was just like, God, I'm tired. Oh, interesting. And this is like, 
it was a little over a month ago or about a month ago and i was like but, but like i was fine and then i'm going like i'm scratching my head i was like could that be it could, like what does exactly what does it feel like because like i don't know what it feels like and it could feel like that yeah because that seems to be like what most people get is maybe some lethargy or but like it was and it wasn't like my throat i didn't have a sore throat it uh-huh. was just like my lymph nodes were a little tight oh yeah or you could have just been good old sick too uh, yeah, yeah like maybe and that's that's what's frustrating about a, a lockdown too is oh maybe you have it maybe i have it maybe not maybe no one at this wedding has it but just in case let's cancel everything yeah. you know what maybe we did all have it back in november you see those posts on facebook well we know that it, all these people that's the other frustrating thing is that like we did all the shutdown but we know that it was here in november and then it didn't do anything until march mm-hmm. so did whatever we did in march until what we think we're going to do now negate what we did all of those months prior right if it was already if it was already here i i just like it goes back to what was the decision that was made made the decision that there was at the time and then we find out all of these other things reevaluate the decision that's making life miserable for everybody are they too proud to say okay maybe this isn't the best route you think that's it we don't want to if they take back if they take back what they said then that's like admitting Oh my gosh, you so, know what that means? That means that when I said I saw that thing on the screen, it had stopped recording. I wonder how long it was not recording. I don't know. It better have I'll have to take a look at that camera. It did. It got your good idea. Cause it I like, hope so. I, I, like, I've been trying to look at it. Son of a bitch. Oh, well. <laughs> so, well, yeah. See, so this is, these are the things that we'll be smoothing out when like, we get like all the three cameras. Because like, right now, what I'm doing is I'm recording like directly into this camera. When we move upstairs, it's going to go from three different cameras into a computer all at the same time and we can live it that's cool so it's going to be a little bit different so right now this is like this is pretty official Mm -hmm. but there's 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 like that's how it's done official (laughs) so it's gonna be pretty rad and i forgot what i was saying but Um, so uh, officials being too proud so oh yeah take back or yeah yeah i they i think that's really what it is it's just everybody's ego Mm -hmm. um everybody attacks the president for his ego yeah Everybody else is like that. Every other politician is the yeah. same. Is the same way. Like certainly our governor that has the other letter next to her name. His I've never heard, and I'm sorry, or a whoopsie. I've never right. heard that from anybody right. in politics, and right. that's. I think that it's because everybody runs in their own circles. Like they have, like oh yeah, that's what I was saying. It was like Muslims have, um, like their group is your baby. You want to see my baby? <laughs> yeah, bring in the baby. Do I need to take my headphones off. Uh, they probably won't stretch that far. I'll just, okay. um, I'll just keep mammering. Okay. So, but like everybody has their own groups. So Christians, Muslims have their own groups, but even like different in Christianity, there's. There's Lutherans, there's Baptists, there's Catholics, there's non-denominational, and the differences between like those Christian churches is is oftentimes the theology, and that theology will even hinge on like whether or not you are saved hinges on different things in those churches of like whether you know what certain principles you do. Hi, baby. <laughs> and you got something to say? Not yet. So kind of thinking about it. So. So, how old's your baby? He is you eight, eight weeks. Eight weeks. He's just a little like guy. Something like that, real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I won't let him pull <laughs> off your lap. <laughs> quick, hold my baby. I'm going to run away. <laughs> and so, yeah. what's his name? His name is Ranger. Ranger. Ranger, but he's got a six year old brother named Trigger. 
and a three-year-old sister named Oakley. This is the guy. Show him your face, Bubba. Oh, this is Say hi. So cute. Welcome to the first baby on the podcast. Baby pod. Baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that those insecurities we have on our leaders is just kind of just a perpetuation of society. It seems like just generational whatevers yeah. of not anybody is bad. Like, I don't think. I've been to some of the the events that our governor has. Like, seems like a nice lady. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good fit for rulemaking. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Well, and it's human nature too. To um, when you make a decision, it's it's human nature to not want to say that was a bad decision, and I apologize. It's almost like you wait and you wait till someone calls you out before you say, "Okay, yeah, you're right. That was that was a bad decision. I'm sorry." But they're not not going to. If you're a politician, you don't. You just say no. In a marriage, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. If you want it to work, if you want this to work between the Americans and the government, you and I just need to say you're sorry every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I think it could, I, I really think it could sometimes just be as simple as that. Like if we had. I know you don't want your fingers. <laughs> if we had a if we had a politician or a leader that would come on and say like everybody knew who they were as a person. That was one thing that, like people like kept saying that they liked about Trump. Well, what you see is what you get. Um, you like talks yeah, like everybody else. True. Like that was one thing that people said. But if we had that and if we had that quality in every leader across the board, like, you know exactly who this person is mm-hmm. and you know how they came to their opinions. Mm-hmm. And like, you can at least work with that instead of like, here's a few ideas or these ideas right or wrong and nothing else matters. And we're right. going to hash them out in 30 seconds. Like, right. that's, Cause it's taken us this long. I don't know what are we, we've been on here for 40 minutes probably, but, um, but it's taken us this long and like we could talk for longer, yeah. but like how much, how much did you, how much do you uncover by like, just a longer conversation of an idea right. than, than like understanding where somebody's coming from than just like open on May 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're going to oh. kill people. <laughs> You're going to kill people. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we could probably wrap, wrap this up. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything for the good of the order? Anything else? Or what can we do? Is there anything that could help glamour salon um, or you or yes, yes, I would, I would have a call to action. I would say if I do well and the uh, repercussions for me aren't as terrible or they're, they're bearable. If they are bearable, I would appreciate other businesses taking a stand and opening up knowing that they're not going to be threatened uh, nearly as badly as maybe they thought. Yeah. Um, and, I feel like I can't even really ask for appointments right now because we are overbooked with appointments. So if you need hair care products, come in and purchase them. That would be supportive. Awesome. And uh, defend our name on Facebook when someone tries to tell me I'm a murderer. (laughs) And uh, I'm I'm guessing that there are going to be people Tuesday, tomorrow, when I open um, on the sidewalk supporting, but uh, probably could use some support like every day. So I'm sure those people are going to come back every day. So if you... Feel yourself doing nothing Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Come on down and take a stand for us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that right downtown on your so own. We're, on we're at 195 Liberty Street Southeast. It's the corner of Liberty and Ferry. And it's the uh, big glass windows under the parkade right after uh, the Grand Hotel. Awesome. Can't miss it. And what's like Instagram? Uh, Instagram is at Glamour Salem. And okay. so is the Facebook. And the website, if you want to check us out or book online, is GlamourSalem.com. Sweet. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, peace and love, peace I guess. Peace and love. <laughs> and a thousand coronaviruses in your armpits. <laughs> and a thousand coronas in your armpits. <laughs>
That's pretty good.